Hey, this is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley, and best friend, Derek. And you're listening to New Release Season 3. That's exciting. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Yee-dog. Okay, so um, New Release is a movie podcast with a bit of a time-traveling twist. Ashley, just a little bit, yeah. Ashley, when the heck are we this week? Well, this week we're smack dab in the middle of January, 1999. The winter doldrums in full effect. The holidays are over, school is back in session, and every morning I'm getting up 15 minutes early to scrape ice off my stupid Saturn's windshield. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, in other news, the most important sports figure of the 90s probably ever has just announced retirement again that everybody said at the end, Phil Jackson was sick of being here and didn't want to be here anymore. Get a lot of people coming up this morning who have covered the Bulls for quite some time, and they will tell you, well, can you put a parallel on this? Well, there is nobody like Michael Jordan, so how can you put a parallel on the news that this is creating? You have the greatest basketball player, maybe the greatest athlete we've ever seen, oh. announcing his retirement <laughs> guess, and going out I on top. I, I spent some time with Jim Brown yesterday, the great Cleveland Browns running back, and he said, the great ones know when it's time to retire. But even then, that's not enough to say, I'll retire. That's right. Huh. So did he retire? Did he come back? I don't know. He did come back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Spoiler. Michael Jordan retires from the Bulls and um, takes a hiatus to play baseball, comes back, wins three more championships, retires at the top of his game, which is what they're getting at, but then comes back later for some kind of unceremonious uh, season, season and a half with the Wizards. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, or he was all right, wizard. but he was not MJ anymore. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> to quit while you were ahead so what's so, showing this week oh yeah that's <laughs> my yeah well enough talk about uh, basketball <laughs> this is a movie podcast and uh, maybe another sport podcast but actually what's uh what's showing at the theaters this week well since we're in a new time period we've got lots of options uh robin williams literally curing people with clown comedy a World War II movie with Penn, Clooney, Nolte, Brody, and Woody Harrelson, that is. And two animated movies about insects. One was Spacey and the other was Stallone. Derek, can you name these two movies? Ants and A Bug's Life. Nice. Wow, someone cheated. No, no, I, <laughs> I know that. too quick. No, yeah. I, I did just how do you ants. How do you spell ants? Uh, with, with a Z. The fucking, thank you. I, I was <laughs> going to say an S. <laughs> <laughs> Which would have been a trick I, I didn't cheat, I promise. Good job. No, that was quick. Thank you. Um, those are those are interesting choices. Some of those are holdovers from previous weeks. Like Ashley said, we've just dropped in and now we've got a, a myriad options available to us. But I don't know. I just have a inkling that there might be something else available. What Any other options? Last uh, ditch Hail Mary efforts that we could Ooh. throw out? Well, how about an MTV family's presentation of Dawson throwing a football right far and doing a damn convincing Texas accent? I don't want your life. I don't want your, your life. life. <laughs> uh, fuck yeah. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. There's a time to obey. We do things around here my way. A time to follow the rules. Hand down. And then there's a time. This is your opportunity. I don't want your life. <laughs> to tear it up. Woo! To tear it up. Woo! Let's roll! This is Can I have your autograph right here? James Vanderbeek, Varsity Blues. Rated R. Special sneak preview Friday, January 8th. Starts everywhere January 15th. Hot, hot, hi, cool. Yeah. Caught it, spiked it, touchdown. I don't know. You're just saying good job. Saying football terms. Sports. Um, we did not get an invite to that special sneak preview. Maybe mm. we weren't in town or time yet, but we just came from a raucous screening um, on opening night, January 15th, 1999. Um, and the crowd was really into this Crazy. movie. Crazy. Yeah, a lot of Lone crowd. Star drinkers out there. Yeah, maybe people were a little sauced up, um, but it was. I had a great time. It was a great 
atmosphere to see it in. Ashley, what was your impression of this movie and just the whole night at the theater? Uh, crazy night at the theater. I was pretty yeah. hungover the next day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was um, also drinking a lot of Lone Stars. And they had like these whipped cream shots, which were, which makes sense. Oh. Pretty topical. <laughs> yes, very topical. <laughs> yeah. um but no it was a wonderful experience like a wonderful viewing experience like the audience was super lively everyone was yelling at the screen throwing things but an all in good fun so yeah I had a great time it's kind of um it has all the makings of a breakout hit it's like satisfying as a sports movie satisfying as like a teen comedy mm-hmm. um I'm sure, I think the one challenge with a movie like this is juggling those two tones. Um, I know some of the people we saw it with and a few people uh, that we talked to after the movie were kind of like, was that trying to be a serious football movie? Did it know like how ridiculous and, <laughs> and stupid it seemed at times? And my answer to them would be yes. Yeah. But how did How did you find kind of the tone of this movie compared to like you know a serious football movie like Rudy or even or even like I remember the Titans yeah which had like a more serious like because I viewed this movie as more like it's a football movie but it's really a comedy with football in it right yeah like I didn't really care who won the game or whatever I was just more like I just thought it was the antics they were up to were interesting (laughs) yeah but it, it doesn't shy away from some kind of like serious commentary on um, coaches. The, mm-hmm. the, the main antagonist of the movie is the coach of the team um, played by John Voight. And he's just I thought a complete... the antagonist was concussions. Well, it, the oh. antagonist could be America. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for all for all we know, um, because the movie opens with like a very serious um title sequence or just like the cre- the titles over um a black background with like a red white American and blue. flag yeah yeah it's like that i think that's what's so brilliant about this movie is it does take itself seriously in the right moments and then it has um a lot of fun and goes into complete like comedy region when uh dawson fresh like this is one year removed from the premiere of um dawson's creek so james vanderbeek um, uh, spouting off slang words for penis and sex ed <laughs> class with their hot teacher. Um, Derek, do you have a clip of that? Mr. Moxon, are you share with us? The malerection, mm-hmm. uh, pitching mm-hmm. a tent, sporting <laughs> wood, bicycles formed, marches on. Hey, Jonathan, stiff, Thanks. stiffy, Mr. Mortis. <laughs> Rigor Mortis is set in. Flesh Rocket, uh, Jack's Magic Beanstalk, Tall Tommy, Mushroom on a Stick, Mr. Mushroom Head, Purple Headed Yogurt Slinger, <laughs> and uh, Pedro. Pedro. Hmm. Pedro? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pedro. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's there. If you weren't sure at that point, that probably comes like 30 minutes into the movie. If you weren't sure, like, this was an absurdist uh, satire. Uh, I think that makes it pretty clear. Um, well, I think even in the truck scene when they're picking them up to yeah. school, like that's the very like front, of, like the beginning of the movie, essentially. Yeah. So you have all these archetypes. You have the um, the the large offensive lineman Billy Bob, who all he does is eat yeah. and and um, squeal. Has a pet, has like... a pet pig named Bacon. <laughs> a pet yeah, dog. Got... That's a pig. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's the number 69, um, which he's been wearing since, since Childhood. he was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which, you know, maybe it was just destiny, nature versus nurture, who knows? Um, but he's, he actually gets some, he's kind of the heart and the emotional heft of the movie because oh, it's yeah. his, uh, concussions that, lead to the inciting event of Paul Walker's character. I mean, we're going to touch on all the the big names in this movie, mm-hmm. but um, Paul Walker is the star quarterback. He's got billboards up around town, including in his front yard. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> when the coach refuses to take Billy Bob out of the game after he just like uh, collapses on the field, he puts him back in and he collapses again. So the other team just gets a free, uh, rush 
on the quarterback mm-hmm. on Paul Walker and destroys his knee, which has already been fucked up. And uh, it's been doping. They've been, yeah, they've been shooting him up. Yeah, with whatever uh, to get him on the field. But clearly, uh, Bud Kilmer, the coach, all he cares about is, you know, getting another district title. Uh, so not even yeah, like a there's... state title. Isn't that interesting? It's just the district title. Yeah. Th- yeah. Intense football is out there. Yeah. Texas is a competitive landscape. So they've won 22 district titles in two States. Um, but basically every year, I guess they're in the mix for the district title. So those are the stakes. And um, what, it, how did you find the character, the characterization of, um, you know, Paul Walker versus the Dawson, uh, Johnny Mox character. I mean, when I first, when you first watch it, you kind of want Paul Walker to be like a bad guy, but he's not even a bad guy. So no. you're kind of rooting for both of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I think is pretty nice. Cause usually you're like, Oh, star football hero. Like he's going to be like an asshole, but he's actually like a good person. Um, he does make yeah. a mistake of like taking the dope for his knee, but he's also a high school well, supposed to be like a high schooler. So yeah. pretty he impressionable. Was, yeah. Adults um, say to take the shot. He's like, I'll take and it for college. Yeah. Um, but no, I really like both the characters a lot. And Mox like wanting to get out of the small town, um, relatable, and then go, you know, to Brown University and not play football at all. <laughs> yeah. What's what's cool is like all the adults are are horrible for the most part. Like the parents are just like the kind of stereotypical uh peaked in high school. They're still sitting mm-hmm. around at high school football games, watching the kids play, drinking. Or going beer. to the high school parties. <laughs> Yeah, like one dude is going like a former football player. Yeah, he's is uh, made to look pretty pathetic when Scott Kahn's yeah. character, uh, Skeeter, is that his name? Skeeter. Tweeter. Tweeter. Skeeter, tweeter. Yeah. It's Tweeter. Um, tweeter uh, asked him if he wants to be on America's Funniest Home Videos, and then he just uh, <laughs> hits him in the nuts with a bat. Um, so <laughs> you don't, you're not rooting. I mean, it's not a nice thing to do, but you also are like, this is pathetic that this guy's still going to high school parties. Um, yeah. yeah. So you have all these like sad, um, overbearing adults. Some of them are outright abusive, like the coach uh, mm-hmm. and the other and the parents are just pathetic. Um, yeah. But all the kids are, you know, aside from Tweeter, who's pretty misogynistic and yeah. there's, you know, some dated kind of uh, rapey. Yeah, kind and, of. Uh, I mean, I shouldn't say kind of. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. definitely. Yeah, he, he's definitely definitely but it, at least he's not like an older you know i mean and maybe he is taking advantage of younger girls at the school uh so no defending his behavior uh, of course but the kids are all uh likable yeah. and the adults are all um uh, monsters Beautiful. and <laughs> yeah and what's interesting is uh dawson's character is actually really good at really talented mm-hmm. um he replaces Paul Walker uh, and puts down his uh, Kurt Vonnegut book that he hides inside the playbook. Oh yeah, Slaughterhouse um, Five. Yeah, he's he's constantly like reading uh, literature instead of reading the plays, and but he just comes in and naturally can throw a perfect tight spiral of uh, sixty yards down the field. Yeah. So <laughs> no warm up. Yeah, pinpoint accuracy, especially if there's a mascot involved or his dad's face. <laughs> I love those. Oh, not the dad's face yeah. part. That was uncomfortable. But the mascot's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Recurring bit. Where intentionally wants... ruined one play just to just to clock the the mascot in the head with the with the football. Well, he needed the time to stop. Yeah, I can't oh, remember if the, okay. if the first time he them. did it. Yeah. So he was For he was actually doing. I was explaining this to to a friend of the podcast, uh, guest host, might make an appearance next week, Jamie. Uh, in real football, you'll see a common play where the quarterback hikes it and then just immediately throws it down into the ground to stop the clock. Yeah, I think it would be illegal to do what he's doing in the movie. But that's <laughs> yeah, far yeah. from an important nitpick. Um, so his his spike is to throw it in in take out the mascot on the sideline for the other for the opposing team (laughs) which is pretty awesome yeah uh so yeah that kind of stuff is really fun um what did uh what did y'all think of the football action in the movie it was really entertaining yeah and i felt i mean it wasn't super realistic obviously but that was the whole part point of it like the plays that they've created and getting billy bob a touchdown and him like dragging the players like 20 yards on his back to get i don't know it was just 
it was creative and fun. I really enjoyed yeah. it. That kind of stuff can happen in high school football, but, but yeah, it, it was great. The, the shots that they had multiple shots of, of one play, you know, once they hike the ball, then it changes to another shot mm-hmm. of the linemen, you know, smashing together and somebody getting through with a, you know, uh, a run with the, with the ball. And their final, and their the ball and their final <laughs> game, like the hits looked really tough. I was like, Ooh, I was like cringing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, concussion. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> For some reason, all the defenders like start from 10 feet in the air and come yeah. flying down like, <laughs> like torpedoes, but right into their head. Yeah. Yeah. But Vanderbeek said that they, um, he played football until coincidentally in eighth grade, he got a concussion and that's when he started picking up acting uh, and oh. never went back to football, but they all had like, you know, somewhat of a football background. They were all into, uh, into like treating it like a real uh, athletic showcase. And they had a real playbook. They apparently had like a super thick, uh, extensive playbook. I would say the movie's not going for realism. It's going for yeah. hyper, you know, like stylized, football action but there's way worse i mean i've watched um pretty much every kind of like sport teen sports drama um it's one of my favorite genres <laughs> which is why this hits such a sweet spot um and you know the, like the basketball on one tree hill or even the football and friday night lights the tv show um mm-hmm. which is probably the most popular adaptation of of a very similar story to this one is not as fun. Like I would compare the action, the football action in this to any given Sunday where nice. it's like meant to, I mean, it doesn't have any eyes getting ripped out of people's eye sockets, (laughs) but otherwise it's like hyper, like extreme and and fun and and amped up. So yeah, I was, I I was on board for all that. Uh, Mm -hmm. We should mention some of the other like characters and relationships in this movie because Amy Smart, plays uh mox's high school girlfriend kind of what did you understand what was their relationship was well she seemed like really easy to give him up like she's like "Eh, i'm over it like it didn't seem like she really care about him that much or is she paul walker's sister yes okay yeah yeah so she's paul walker's sister yeah she's paul walker's sister who's lance harbour who's like the star football guy um and then she's dating mox but it's kind of confusing. So she's dating him. And then he goes through this whole model of like, I'm always been good. Should I be good now? When he's like, when Darcy more flirtatious, um, mm-hmm. girl at high school is like, Hey, come over. Like my parents aren't home. Let's hang out because now he's like the star quarterback. But the only reason she wants to come over is because she wants a better life, which is really sad. Cause she like wants a way out. And she's like, Oh, now he's the star quarterback. Like he can get me out of this town. So it's a whole, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this is where the, the infamous or famous, most famous scene from the movie comes from. How were you, um, were you impressed or did the, the whipped cream bikini scene live up to your imagination, Ashley? I mean, it was, it was great. I don't know. (laughs) It's awkward. Just I felt bad for her. I was like, it's going to melt at any time. It wasn't really whipped cream. It was like, uh, and it's by the way, it's Ollie Larder. Who is playing? It's not Ali Larder, actress. Ali, Ali, Ali. I don't know. Oh, okay, I was like, I don't know. But anyway, throughout the entire film, I was watching it with Drew and our friend Jamie, and, and the rest not... of the theater full of people. Yeah, and exactly, and I could <laughs> not stop talking about Ali Larder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because someone <laughs> on this podcast used to have a like <laughs> life-size poster of her hanging on the back of his bedroom door. <laughs> it turns oh. out. That's true, huh? And it wasn't Ashley. And it wasn't, it wasn't me. me. It, Weird. I'll say yes, it was true. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say yes, it was true. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I definitely had that. It was in the what they use, they use shaving cream because whipped cream would melt. So but yeah. uh yeah, I mean it was she's beautiful. So yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, it it was very short-lived, so I thought it was art artfully done where they show uh her reflection in the gun cabinet at her house like she's got this <laughs> cabinet full of rifles that's texas texas yeah, yep for sure and so they show like dawson's admiring the guns um or like you know <laughs> you keep them. calling him dawson <laughs> i know it's just easier yeah um, <laughs> mox dawson mox, mox james mr v jv jvd b yeah oh james <laughs> vanderpeak um, yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> so and he's peeking. Yeah, it, it, he's um he's peeking into the glass, and she <laughs> shows up. And this is kind of a go-to move. Amy Smart's character knew. She even asks uh, Mox if like he saw her whipped cream bikini, and he lies. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's actually. I think it's he's the right amount of um bad boy of yeah bad in in or like morally con- conflicted in a movie like this for a high school senior yeah. or whatever he is yeah. like well he's, he's not fame from it all and he's letting it go to his head that's kind of and i feel like it would be hard not to if you're like a seven or 18 year old kid yeah so. i mean he like he has he draws some lines rather than than sleeping with her he you know uh, turns her down and, and comforts her and puts a blanket over the <laughs> whipped cream slash yeah. shaving cream kind of gross um <laughs> so yeah one one nitpick that uh that james had was she looks it looks like she has a lot of money or she comes from money based on the house mm. <laughs> so why is she so desperate to just you know uh hook up with the second string even though now he's the starting quarterback, like and, she's really pull- and, she's, and she pulls A's. So it's not like she's making bad grades. Yeah. I can yeah. do a really good James impression. <clears throat> okay. He's got so much money. Why would she be going? <laughs> anyway, I, that's all I can do. Yeah. Well, it is. And I think it was a little forced. <laughs> that, not that impression that was forced, but um, the plot device of her care. Like I, I know what they're commenting on. They're commenting yeah. on like the hopelessness of, of people in, in the community and like, or, the, the the status of women in the society and in these small communities to where mm-hmm. yeah. that does seem like their best option um if they're not like the one you know super ambitious nerdy girl like like um well amy smart also had a job too yeah so. she was working at like the sonic style drive through yeah. place <laughs> um let's talk about uh let's talk about the landing strip <laughs> so the movie takes a little bit uh dawson's having a ton of success as the new quarterback until um he decides to organize a bonding exercise oh my gosh with his teammates um to take them to a strip club and what do they find there their sex ed teacher oh <laughs> what are the odds <laughs> um yeah, so she is doing basically the same. I mean, she's using a the same lesson, yeah, and yeah, um, <laughs> like playing a sexed up version of herself. Not that in class she's not like pretty sexed up to start yeah. with, um, with her Mustang, a cool Mustang. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah, was um, that was an interesting turn that the movie took. Yeah, didn't expect that. Uh, <laughs> do we have a clip? Um, we don't. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> it's in more of a visual format than than oh, audio. I see. Um, we do have a clip though from when uh, after they lose the game and Dawson's oh. dad confronts him about you know what happened and why they lost. Whoa! Strip club to Dawson's dad. Yep. People are saying you organize an all night drinking party. That's why you boys drag ass out there. Save it, dad. Save it. Save, Save what? It. You got the opportunity of a lifetime. You Playing treat it football like a joke. West Canaan is not the opportunity of a lifetime. Your attitude's wrong. Your tone of voice is wrong. This is your opportunity For here. you. Playing football at West Canaan may have been the opportunity of your lifetime. But I don't want your life. Yeah. I don't want it. I don't want your life. I feel like he had an accent for part of that and then not for the other parts of it. <laughs> yeah, he's... <laughs> It, it's in it, and out. I think it's perfectly with like this the the satirical tone of the rest of the movie. His accent is almost yeah. a commentary on bad accents. So yep. <laughs> it works. It works for me. Um I but this is where the movie takes some turns into serious, like um like real emotional territory. I feel like he is uh, criticizing or you know, like um having a argument with his dad about the fact that he has bigger ambitions than playing football and, and staying in West Kane in Texas. Like he's yeah. going to Brown. So mm-hmm. um, that was a really sad scene when he got the off the acceptance letter and he was like reading it out loud and his mom and his brother's so excited. And his dad's like, well, let, let's talk about the next game that's coming up. Yeah. Like didn't care about it at all. He just got into a really good school and his dad's just like, let's talk about this high school football game. Like that was really sad. Yeah. Compared to, um, so the whole 
thrust of the Friday Night Lights TV show. And I keep bringing that up because this is an unofficial uh, remake of the book that came out, I think, in the late 80s, early 90s, chronicling uh, uh, a small town Texas football team and the racial issues that, that the players faced and all kinds of um, intrigue and, and social uh, politicking around the team. Um, but they couldn't get the rights to the book. So they basically just took a lot of the same plot points that, uh, that you see in the Friday Night Lights TV show and then also the Billy Bob Thornton Friday Night Lights movie. Uh, but what's, what's crazy is how um, he just he refuses to give in to the pressures of, of society and just like take the easy path become the star quarterback he like enjoy he seems like genuinely loved the game but yeah. doesn't really care like it doesn't lose sight of his larger goals which is uh pretty interesting on the show they romanticize it way more the coach is the emotional like heart in in like helping these kids so they're polar opposite depictions of the adults like you know Kyle Chandler and um I'm blanking on the the wife's name, but like they are, they are heroic figures in the the TV show and, and this like, yeah, the adults are just all kind of used as foils, sad foils for the kids. So different, different choices there. Uh, What else um, did you want to talk about before we kind of get to the conclusion of the movie, Ashley? Um, Connie Britton is her name. Connie Britton. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I just really like the movie and I, my favorite part about movies of this era is when they end and then they do like a summary of like what all the kids are up to. Yeah. That's when I left he the got- theater. I was like, I got to take a piss. I got to get out of Aww. here. I was like, I've already seen this a few times in present day, 2022. That's like my favorite part. They're like, and this person went to do this and this person became the coach and, da, da, da. and I'm like, I love it. Just like they did in can't hardly wait with the yearbook. I was like, this is yep. great. I just like, it is great. Those pieces yeah. of movies. Um, yeah, that is a nice that we remember that when we do our how late 90s is this. That's that's a nice trope mm-hmm. um, that is very satisfying as a yeah. like epilogue on the movie. Uh, let's talk about the final um, game and how the team rises up against uh, the evil coach. We have one more clip. Uh, Dawson giving his halftime speech. Yes. Before this game started, Kilmer said, 48 minutes for the next 48 years of our lives. I say, fuck that. Huh? Yeah. I say, fuck that. Fuck that. Let's go out there and we'll play the next 24 minutes for the next 24 minutes. And we'll leave it all out on the field. We got the rest of our lives to be mediocre, but we have the opportunity to play like gods for the next half of football. Cue the music. <laughs> Cue Green Day. We can be heroes. <laughs> or is it Foo Fighters? <laughs> it's probably Foo Fighters. That that would make more sense. A great soundtrack. Yeah, wonderful soundtrack. Yeah, really seeing as seeing as this was a MTV Films production, the soundtrack was um full of bangers, as they say. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm just perusing it right now hot for teacher van halen yep. <laughs> you can you can imagine when that might play hmm. um, not the strip club scene that's for like sure that. <laughs> <laughs> i don't see the heroes song but anyway so they go out after halftime inspired by dawson's speech and of course come back <laughs> win the game win their 23rd district championship Ooh. but most importantly they do it without like dawson's big mox's big moral dilemma is we don't want to win for uh, Bud Kilmer because yeah. then we're just perpetuating this evil, this system mm-hmm. where he's abusing and, and using you know kids to achieve his own personal success and, and fame at the expense of their futures in certain cases. So they kick him out of the, the locker room. There's this really like emotional even though there's no way you can possibly feel bad for kilmer he's a monster um he's like just the way the scene is shot with him walking down this like blue hallway uh for the last time 
mm-hmm. and you know not by himself, gonna, yeah, yeah, by himself, not getting to join the team as they come back out on the field. Um, it's sad. I mean, you don't you can it can be sad, but also you can be like good riddance at the same right. time. So I thought that was pretty pretty well done. And then uh, do you remember actually? This is before. Actually, maybe Dawson gives his like what happened after this game first, and then it goes into the other ones. Do you remember kind of what he says? Wait, you, what? <laughs> well, you were saying how you like when they give the updates, like Dawson gives his oh, first. Yeah, he went off to Brown. That's all I really remember. I just remember Lance Harbor, who played Paul Walker. He became a coach. Yeah. And then yeah. some other ones. But I don't really remember. I mean, I liked the piece of it, but I don't remember what they all went off to do. Well, yeah, Paul Walker becomes coach at halftime. So he comes yeah. out <laughs> and starts coaching um, immediately after the speech and after Comer's kicked out. He also broke his leg for real yeah. on um on this movie, Shit. which is which is uh I couldn't find more. I couldn't either. It was just like that sentence. It. He broke his leg. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. That's gnarly. Um so he was really on crutches, I guess. But uh, basically what Vanderbeek uh what Mox says uh, is like just because I'm gonna go on to do bigger and better things, I'm gonna always cherish and love this memory. It was really special. High school sports if you're playing for the right reasons and you have the realistic expectations and you're not pinning your entire future on a lottery ticket or moonshot, you know, unless, uh, you're the one out of a million athlete that is going to go on, you need to understand what you're doing. You need to be doing it for yourself and doing it for your teammates and you're building lifelong relationships. Um, you're making but, me emotional. I know. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, he. I, I. That's. That's what I mean. This movie crosses into real. It's really hard to pull off like this level of satire and also have poignant emotional moments. So, I'm with you. I love this movie a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek, where are you at? Just overall. I, uh, dag nam love it. That's for sure. There you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When we, when it, we. <laughs> We talked about traveling back in time to go watch this in theaters. I was super stoked immediately. Yeah. I, and I used to watch MTV all the time. So this was probably a six or seven time watched film yeah. from my perspective. And I don't do that a lot. So, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I've seen it a bunch of times. Actually, this was your first full viewing. No, I've seen it before. Oh, OK. I thought Ooh. for some reason you hadn't seen. The whole yeah, time. I saw it. I've seen it a few times. It's okay. really good. See, yeah. yeah. Well, we've never seen it like this. No, <laughs> with our Casio I don't think watches. Any of us... Well, we never had Casio calculator watches all together to travel yeah. back in time to the 1999. Well, we, we will we will be seeing some movies that we actually did see in theaters at some point, I, I presume. Mm-hmm. But we 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 had the opportunity to see this one and missed yeah. it. So now we've remedied that. We went back in time. Saw Varsity Blues like it was 1999. Ashley, Ooh. would you like to take us to a quick poetry corner before we uh, move on? Sure. All right. <clears throat> Let me put in my stirrups. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, okay. Yeehaw. Let's play some good old high school football with Mox, Tweeter, Billy Bob, and Lance Harbor. That's not all, y'all. Okay, now I'll go into normal. That's all I can do. <laughs> no. Uh, you have the asshole coach, the unbearable parents, and a lady or two. There are high school parties with car- where cop cars are taken for a joyride, a whipped cream bikini, lots of boozing, a teacher stripper with some football on the side. There are unruly players, unwelcome injuries, and new star faces, where most of the kids want to leave their small town and explore new places. Especially Mox, who's headed off to Brown University, but not before becoming the new star QB because of an injury. He doesn't take shit from Coach Kilmer, who illegally dopes his athletes. After all, Coach must get his 23rd year win. What a feat. Going into the last game before states, the team has had it up to here and tell the coach they'll play the last half if the half if the coach is nowhere near. So to the field they go to win and battle their hearts out. Because to some players, football is life, and that's what it's all about. There yeah, you go. That is the country song of 1999 in spoken <laughs> word. But that's just some music. <laughs> one of our fans will don't worry yeah yeah let's get on that new release army new release gang new release um team so yeah thank you ashley a beautiful um poetry rendition Woo. as always the only 
thing I'll add as an epilogue to that is this is an R-rated movie. Um, yeah. There well, are because of the language. Oh, and there's language. There's not that many football movies. I mentioned any given Sunday. There's not that many sports movies in general, especially teen sports movies yeah. that go like into R-rated territory. So that I was maybe kind of forgot it was rated R or like when I was, even when I finished watching, it, I was like, Oh, like it's rated R because the language, I kind of forgot what the boobs and all that stuff. It yeah. Seems yeah. Like you well, could take out the language and the boobs and it'd be the same movie. Like it wouldn't really change that yeah, much but to me. Then, but what's cool is they didn't, I mean, yeah, oh yeah. It's penis. not like, yeah, it's not abusing it. It's not super bad for, with right. football, but <laughs> um, like language wise, yeah, but it is like making use of the R rating and not having mm-hmm. to like tone down how high school kids talk. So right. I just think that's another, another plus in the movies column. Well, mm-hmm. that is it for the first half of our discussion of varsity blues. We're going to give our final verdicts. We're going to like travel, you know, back in time, or we're going to like hang out for uh, a few days, see how the uh, nation is reacting to this movie and take the pulse. But before we do that, we're going to play our weekly favorite game, Rank the Blank, now sponsored on a weekly basis by some gullible 1999 wonderful. company. <laughs> gullible, wonderful, um, really smart and intelligent um, <laughs> company that has decided to sponsor us each week. So. Smart uh, and gullible, is, huh? Yeah, <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> this is, I mean, you can be both. You can go gullible for the, and, and luck out in the right thing. So congratulations to this brand. I think you'll be seeing a lot more of, um, maybe um, smelling a lot more of them hmm. in the near future. Interesting. For legal purposes, this next clip is not actually a sponsor. The words that are mentioned and the audio that has been playing is not a sponsor. Bracelets. Your choice, just $9.99. Imagine how big this holiday kiss will be. At Zales stores or shop online at sales.com. You show me yours. Ooh. Oh. You show me. Oh, yeah. Show me a Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, the real American. Show me a Tommy. Tommy. Wait, what? Tommy, get what? packing. Yours for only $22 with the purchase of any large fragrance from Tommy Hilfiger. Available at Kaufman's. Again, this podcast does not endorse or. Oh, we absolutely <laughs> can endorse whatever we want. Yeah. Did you guys, did any, did either of you wear Tommy? Hilfiger? No. I don't I even wore, know. Oh yeah, I definitely I wore wish. Tommy Hilfiger clothes. Um, you can the Zales Zales is not a sponsor, um, but no. Tommy Hilfiger Tommy is. Hilfiger is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, whether they like it or not, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I I absolutely wore. It. I mean, I wore Nautica, Tommy Hilfiger polo. Those were all in the same uh, family, but uh, Tommy had the little American flag logo. So. Show me your Tommy. I'll yeah. show show me your Tommy, or I'll show you my Tommy. I don't know. Either, either way, me. show yeah. me your Tom. Yeah, yeah, either way, show me your Tommy, <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Rank the Blank, Sorry. sponsored by Tommy Hilfiger. Um, rank the Blank is where we pick a topic inspired by the week's movie and rank our personal favorites. This week's topic: MTV films. Ooh. So, uh, the obvious Rank the Blank this week would have been something football related, but then we came across a list of. Um, all the, the movies that MTV has produced over the years, um, basically from 96 to around 2000 to like the Jackass era, mm-hmm. the early Jackass era. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a then there was a lull. Um, but of course, back in 2022, after a few delays, Jackass forever is coming out. So anyway, Ooh, MTV I'm has been way back. more active producing films than I realized. Actually, I didn't know they some- did. Oh, go ahead. Didn't know what. Oh, you're going to say, Ashley, tell me some, but I was going to tell you some. I didn't know they did Freedom Writers. It's like a really good that? movie. Is it the one with Hillary Swank? Maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah. is it like, yeah. Yeah. It's Hillary Swank. It's a drama film written and directed, blah, 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 with Hillary Swank, Patrick <laughs> Dempsey, 
and all these other people. But I remember writing or writing it. I remember watching a long time ago. It was really good. That's movie. a really random choice on this list full of hits. Yeah. yeah well, that's like an actually like good, <laughs> good movie. Yeah. I well, okay. The Longest Yard, uh, Coach Carter, Crossroads with Britney Spears, Zoolander, Save the Last Dance. Oh, I didn't see that on the list. I didn't know they did that. Yeah, there's some good ones. Dead Man Zoolander. on Campus. Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, Derek, are you looking at the list? I am. And you Can all I are. Call it anything? <clears throat> Orange County for sure. Oh, yeah. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, I mean, these are, some of them are obvious, and not obvious in hindsight, but some of them make sense. And then some of them, I just, uh, it should, Very we shouldn't. Surprising. These are like co-productions, you know, Paramount Paramount owns MTV. I don't, I don't know, like, what the creative through line is, but their name is attached to a lot of of awesome movies that yeah. came out in the the early aughts uh, and late nineties. So, um, Ashley, did we get any uh, Instagram uh, submissions? And what is the handle where people can participate in Rank the Blank? Sure. So we got two, but one just said I didn't know that MTV made any movies. So <laughs> very helpful. Thank you. Thank um, you. Now you do. The, uh, and then the other person said Orange County, which Orange County Ooh. is a really good movie. Yeah. So. Colin Hanks and Jack Black. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're the same That's height as me. That is neat. That's Katie. My friend Katie and I used to quote that movie all the time. <laughs> it's a, that's another, that's in a similar vein. It has some pretty over the top comedic moments, but like real heartfelt characters. Mm-hmm. So yep. maybe that's their sweet spot. Uh, well, let's get into our picks starting with the movie itself. So the first nominee for rank the blank is of course varsity blues uh, we've Ooh, talked good one about a bunch about that already so we'll get right into our choices and then circle back ashley what's your choice so i changed mine so originally oh. <laughs> i just said <laughs> it audible if you know what I mean. <laughs> well i didn't see it on the list and i didn't know so originally i was into the perfect score because i used to watch this a lot when i was younger with scarlett johansson as like this like goth kid chris evans there's a lot of people yep. in this movie it's actually it's pretty it's good sat like heist or yeah they SAT. got the perfect they have to get the perfect score but they want to steal the sat so they can get a 1600 um but i'm gonna say the last dance classic cool. julia styles sean patrick everyone knows it it's incredible i've seen it a ton of times i did not realize it was like an mtv production at all great soundtrack <laughs> Um, emotional, a lot of dancing. She's a ballerina that she learns hip hop. She's a hip hop yep. ballerina. It's awesome. Yeah. It's so like the new, the new age uh, breaking. Yeah. So that's my. That's oh, yeah. My, nice tie in. Yeah. And, and she's like great. trying to get into Juilliard, I feel yep. like. Yep. Yeah. And uh, last time she went to get in Juilliard, her mom got an accident, got in a car accident, or instead they both died. So now she's afraid to go back. And then at the end of the movie, she goes back and then she gets in. Wow, I just yeah. had to look this up. So same a few months later, um, or not a few months later, a few months later from Varsity Blues. But um, when did Save the Last Dance come out? I guess it came out post 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Several years after. Because um, she had a, a memorable hip hop dance scene in uh, 10 Things where she's dancing to hypnotize. Um, oh, yeah. And she hits her head on the table on the light that one man I, so this is a good segue into my choice we're not gonna we're uh, if you listen to last week's, if you listen to last week's episode you know that we're spending six week periods in each time period this year um like you know if you're on a traditional east coast report card schedule uh, that's what it was for us <laughs> so um but that means we're missing out on 10 things i hate about you which came uh, out in march uh 30 or march 31st of 1999 and shortly after that we're missing out on an election which came out oh. in april of 1999 so two more this is just the teen movie like year oh, for yeah. sure um but anyway election is my choice uh stars reese weatherspoon and matthew broderick yep. she is a over ambitious to say the least, <laughs> um, uh, high school valedictorian type trying to run for class president, not the most popular girl in school. Uh, Tracy flick is her name. her name. Yep. And she does whatever it takes to, you know, uh, win the election. There is a scandalous affair with, mm -hmm. uh, one of her teachers 
and everything just spirals out of control in a hurry. Uh, but she's also, um, it's also just really sharply written. Yeah. Uh, and this is the writer that did, did Sideways and um, a bunch of other movies that have like really memorable dialogue. So I've always had a soft spot for, for this um, smart teen comedy. Derek, what's your choice? Well, I'm slightly confused now. Uh, <laughs> so MTV has a broad umbrella. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what, what's your confusion? Um, because I, I'm looking at a, a a Wikipedia thing that says, yeah. like, you know, some of them is HBO, some of them is CMT, Country Music TV. Oh yeah, we can just roll that out right away. Right up. <laughs> anyway, I was going. I was going to go with Jackass the movie, mm-hmm. and all three of them. Well, but I have a cheat. But I have to go with Orange County. I thought you might. Yeah. So nice. good. Movie. You have Jack Black, Catherine O'Hara, John Lithgow, Lily Tomlin, like killer indie film, absolutely killer. What about film. Colin Hanks? Just kidding. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was all right. He was good. He's a good character in it. Yeah, that's a great movie. I'm just Fine calling out like some of those old school, you know, indie, uh, big big name actors that that would do indie films. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah, what I was super into. themselves to an MTV production. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a yeah. tough lineup we have here. It is. It is. I mean, it's it just shows like. I do see some commonalities in theme here. I mean, like a kid set. I mean, these all are, are high school age uh, main characters mm-hmm. that are trying to deal with the struggles of going from high school to becoming an adult. Um, I assume that's what happens in Perfect Score because, yeah, I can't. Yeah, but I'm not the... doing Perfect Score. I'm doing Save the Last Dance. Right, right, right. Save the Last Dance. Yeah, these are basically all kids that are about to, that are in their senior year, about mm-hmm. to go up to college. So. Nice um, commonality there. Ashley, let's start with Varsity Blues. Where, um, I, how do you okay. want to do this? Yeah, what do, or do you want to start with the one that is last? So is this the criteria just that it's MTV film? What's the, what are we basing the ranking off of? Like, Well, yeah, sometimes we add some qualifiers, like most whatever, most um, most high school, most MTV, most this, is this like the that, best MTV but, film? Is that? Yeah, yeah I think so. Overall. I mean, like, best, like, we can say the best captures like, the, the most um, interesting <laughs> version of high school. Oh, man. Huh. I don't know. I'm <laughs> kind of like at a, because I, I almost is... want to put Varsity Blues at the bottom, but I really, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to do this one. So typically we, we, well, we don't, we don't give Ashley the the chance to, but she owns this the outcome of of the segment. So yeah, Ashley, you are you're you're flummoxed. Yeah, I am. Yeah. All right. Well, in there. In- well, let's do it this way. I mean, do, does anybody not like any of these movies? Like, or like significantly like any of them less than the others? Election, I've don't think I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, oh, I really like then. Election. Yeah. But I would say. I like Say the Last Dance, Orange County, and Election better than Varsity Blues, but Ooh, I like them all. Yeah, um, I, like if we were doing the the, we don't have time for this, but like if we each <laughs> rank them and then did a and assigned a point value, oh, like yeah. how many first place votes does Varsity Blues get, etc. Yeah. Um, so uh, we each would you put would you would put save the last dance over varsity blues yeah. obviously because it was your choice you would yeah. would you put it over election would i put save the last dance over election yeah yeah okay interesting i would put election over save the last dance derek hasn't seen election um would you put orange <laughs> county over election no okay so mm-hmm. neither would i <laughs> so orange county <laughs> oh, no. is, derek would you put orange county over varsity blues uh no oh <laughs> so orange county's last <laughs> i'm keeping track of all this varsity blues no. is way more mtv and yeah. a, a more interesting film overall i still love yeah. orange county this is good i'm tricking you don't get me wrong jack here. black you'll be on our our podcast someday yeah so election really- can't win election can't win because 
Derek hasn't seen it. Um, but that means it's going to come down to Derek. Would you put varsity blues over save the last dance? Oh, you cannot put this on me. <laughs> you cannot do this to me. Uh-oh. No pressure. Because I would. I definitely would. Varsity Blues over Save the Last Dance. Yeah. yeah. Ballet versus football, dude. Sorry, Ballet and hip-hop. Connection is Girl going out. Beep, yeah. beep. I can't answer. You have to. Mm. Yeah, don't because be a I would, Because I would put Save the Last Dance over it, but Derek, it's up to you because Drew would put Varsity Blues over. Yeah. Save the, the last dance or Varsity <laughs> Blues. I don't know what I'm doing over here. I, I like both films. Save the Last Bam, Dance, Bam. absolutely. Okay. Damn. Done. Okay. Woo! Well, that's fair. Fair is fair. I mean, this was for sure our hardest. That was tough. Decision yeah. yet because we we've liked... had some difficult ones, but yeah, this one was truly the most difficult. Julia yeah. Stiles, man. What's the other actor's name that's in it? Sean Patrick. Yeah, just mm-hmm. a good actor, and their their chemistry in the film is great. Yep. Yeah, it's a really it's super '90s. Yep. Woo! I yeah. win, but uh, Derek, you're gonna have to add a clip because I changed mine. Oh. Well, we can play your perfect score clip. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, I mean, the the reward is just you get your clip played. It doesn't have to be related to. But the movie, I would rather so. have the clip from Save the Last Dance. What's the <laughs> Save the Last Dance clip that you want? I mean, I don't have one. I just changed it. Well, but what do you do? You remember anything from it? I was just going to play the trailer. The, I like the trailers. The big audition. Oh, and she walks like this. Well, she you can't really tell what she's yeah, doing. Yeah, but I know what she's doing. I remember it. She's <laughs> like this like hippo walk. All right. Well, that's it for Rank the Blank this week, sponsored by Tommy Hilfiger. Go out and get Not Zales. Um, your Tommy. Get your Derek. Tommy on. Now. Show me your Tommy. Guy. Show me your Tommy and take us back to our feature presentation. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, 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 All right, I figured out the calculations. For how many? All right. Now that we've had a few days to process and survey and canvas the streets and just um, wait outside of the theater for people to come out and harass them about their opinions. Ashley, what's um, what's the critical consensus and buzz around Varsity Blues? Uh, the critics didn't like it too much. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll read something from Ebert. Uh, he wrote a a pretty lengthy review that makes you think that he likes it and then said, all this sounds as if Varsity Blues is a good movie and parts of it are but the parts never quite come together. So the scenes work, but they don't pile up and build momentum. Vanderbeek is convincing and likable and voice performance has a kind of like doomed grandeur and the characters are seen with quirky humor, but he doesn't really, he gave it two stars out of four. Hmm. Most of the critics didn't rate it very high, but the audience loved it as we saw. Yeah, so, that makes sense. I mean, it's definitely like a likable movie by the audience, but not like a critically acclaimed movie. So it's, yeah, it's interesting to see like, how movies like this hold up i mean you you really don't know until you revisit them and we're getting like the best of both worlds because we know uh how people have reacted to it over time and we're seeing the initial reaction again but Mm -hmm. i don't know i mean you you can't expect every critic or or someone like ebert to necessarily like a movie like this you I, i i will acknowledge this might not be for for everyone but yeah um, I don't know. I just think it it really hits that sweet spot of between satire and enough genuine character moments to uh, propel you through the movie. So mm-hmm. it's not it's not not another teen movie, which heavily right. spoofs this, and it's just a complete spoof of teen movies. This establishes a lot of those tropes that that would later be uh, mocked and spoofed, but like. <laughs> it works so yeah no i really I, yeah i love this movie um it won two awards teen choice awards for breakthrough performance and mtv movie award for breakthrough male which is james vanderbeek for both um because he wasn't really nice. big yet so that's pretty it cool it seems a little bit um biased but for mtv yeah I, thought so <laughs> I was like oh interesting but it is a good movie but and i, I forget agree, so. kids would like it um 
So how did it do in the box office? Did it do well? It crushed the competition. So oh, we nice. have a okay. new number one movie in America. Um, Varsity Blues made $15 million. Nice. Um, beating the pants off of Patch Adams, Robin Williams clown comedy Makes sense. <laughs> movie. Yeah. Um, which is in its fourth week in fairness, <laughs> yeah. doing pretty damn well. Um, it's almost up to a hundred million dollars, but Whoa. varsity blues did the throne patch Adams and the war movie we mentioned, which has also been out for a few weeks. Um, the thin red line, mm. I think just expanded into more theaters. So that's at number three. And then we've got stepmom which might be a susan sarandon movie yeah um, i don't know if i ever saw that oh. yeah the two the two animated uh bug movies that we mentioned earlier they've been out for a long time so they're chugging along at seven and eight but um they've been out a lot longer than this so did you watch those two movies yes i've seen them both um like not when they came out and over the of many years apart, definitely impartial to the ants, Sylvester Stallone one. Yeah, yeah. I feel like A Bug's Life was supposed to be like the highly rated, like everyone loved that one. Ants was like, eh, it's okay. But I really liked Ants better. So. Yep, same. Yeah, nice. it's definitely, it's weirder and, and seems to have more personality. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, so for this movie, would you consider it a new release of 1999 or, an, or old news? Would you recommend it to people in the mall? Would you not recommend it to anyone? What do you think? Ooh, release. <laughs> Perfect. There you Perfect have it. Timing. Yeah. I agree. New release wholeheartedly. Yeah, without a doubt. New release all around unanimous decision. So. Should it be remade or anything? It has. Well, um, well, we mentioned the sequels or not. So this movie came out in 99, obviously. Um, Friday Night Lights, the movie official version came out in 2004. And then Friday Night Lights, the TV show, started in 2006, I believe. Okay. So this was earlier to the game. The movie was badass, too. Or the, yeah, uh, I, the, the 2004 movie. Awesome. I, I considered rewatching that because I really don't remember it. I get it like just mixed up in my head with the other kind of like serious football movies. Like, remember the Titans. Um, so, yeah, I'd have to rewatch it, but... I'm sure it's it's like formulaic and satisfying in a good way. Um, so I don't know. The, we the Friday Night Lights show didn't end until um, 2011. I guess that's 10 years now. <laughs> There's a a show on Netflix, which uh, or I think it's a CW show that reairs on Netflix called All American, which is set in like Compton um, in a in a black community. And they, it deals much more. It takes on like the, the racial issues much more. There's like a rich school and a uh, 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 poorer school and deals with that. So I feel like they are remaking this constantly. Yeah. It's like breaking, but football. Yeah. Breaking the yeah. football. Um, okay. <laughs> so how late nineties in the scale of one to 99 is this movie with wardrobe, music, actors, tropes. Um, this is a new ranking. So we've done how 84 is a movie how 90 and now it's how 99 is a movie so man we have james vanderbeek we have a amy smart mm-hmm. a lot of really strong actors uh paul walker well and we've just got like this teen movie meets like yeah. sports trope i mean or sports uh like a uh, formula so yeah, i feel like pretty this, high yeah. yeah i mean this is it's going to have some stiff competition because Mm. as we mentioned last week, we're watching a series of, of all time, great teen movies, um, in this first six week period. Uh, but uh, this is going to be number one so far. It's the (laughs) first one. We don't want to, um, overdo it. And we we might have to re-rank them. Yeah. We can always re-rank it. I'm thinking a solid 85, if not a solid 90. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna give it like a 92. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's we're not we're not gonna have much use for the lower numbers in the the scale like we normally yeah. do. I feel like so we're everything is gonna we could do a scale of one to nine, but what's the fun in that? So, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but basically we're probably doing a scale of nine ninety to ninety nine. Yeah. So, I on a scale of ninety to ninety nine, let me do we the, rank this film. Let me make the counter argument. Like football in sports movies are like 
transcend the time period. It almost feels dated in a, in a sense, like it's there intentionally, the community is intentionally kind of like, but the wardrobe, the we didn't talk well, the wardrobe. Yeah. The lack thereof. Giant pants. Um, <laughs> yeah. Tweeters, um, nude, uh, cop stealing or cop car stealing. <laughs> well, he had a cowboy hat. Yeah. Cowboy hat. Cowboy he also hat. had a crop top football Jersey. Yeah. I just feel like the, the, not the, time period depicted in this could easily be like the 80s, 80s. plus the book is set in the 80s so okay i don't um, know man well yeah i'm not saying soundtrack i'm not saying low i'm just saying why we're not going like perfect score oh, above perfect. 90 yeah above 95 yeah I, i'm fine with 90 92 somewhere in there 91 it is 91 <laughs> Woo -woo. all right so Go long <laughs> caught it <laughs> I don't know. Um, so what do we want to include in the nearly skip shop? So each week when we watch a movie, we take something from that movie and we sell it for a profit. Right now our gift shop is empty. So we've got to start over. Yeah. Yeah. We burned it down every year. It's the most um, cost effective <laughs> way and in, in, in environmentally Burn all our merchandise. Yeah. Um, we can't have it like uh, going on eBay and, yeah. and people reselling it. And, you know, once it's over, this is a limited time offer. Uh, so get them during the season or else, uh, you'll Charred. never get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what is the first thing? And rest in peace, Goro. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Goro was unfortunately also burned to death. Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. He asked for it. But then he just clicks the restart button and he started over somewhere. Yeah. Well, that's a fatality. It's, oh yeah. Just He's part fine. Of his life. Yeah. Or a babality. He's a little baby Goro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. Baby Goro in the shop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a football. I don't know. I don't know. Whipped cream. Um, hmm. I mean, that's such a uh, uh, Slaughterhouse Five. Are we gonna do a library? Mm, maybe a Varsity Blues playbook. Oh, that'd be cool. Or our own playbook. Um, Ooh, the, a new release football playbook. Yeah, yeah. Ashley, we were, um, Ashley is the one who documents all of our plays. Oh, she okay. helps us create it too. So okay. what's our, I mean, sh should we Oop give the public like our proper yeah, playbook like plays? All right. Give it to the coaches. So Ashley, uh, for our viewers that want to purchase this, what is your favorite play that that's in the book? Um, it's been called the, the duck and dive. <laughs> duck and dive. Uh, that's when Derek um ducks off mic and 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 dives uh somewhere and then mysteriously reappears. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Well, it's a great. It's a very helpful podcast maneuver to to have. Yeah. Um, the duck, duck and dive. dive. <laughs> okay. This is so. I mean, just so I have this straight, our playbook is for all other aspiring uh, podcasts that want to become super successful and have um illustrious sponsors like Tommy Hilfiger. For uh, sure. If, but not if you buy this playbook, then you will instantly know all the secrets to becoming a hit podcast is that right and yeah. the secrets to your own individual life Ooh. oh my, fa Why my favorite is yeah. To, <laughs> yeah my favorite is the wake up on the right side of the bed play oh, all you do is pick play. up the ball and you just pick up the ball <laughs> and you go to the right side of the bed <laughs> yeah. that's a great play um, i don't know how you can do it um for everyday podcasting life, but uh, whatever you got to do to make it work. Um, okay, well that's that's it for Varsity Blues and for this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in to the premiere of season Woo! three of New Release. Last week was like episode zero of yeah. season three. This is episode one. Um, we're gonna be watching some pretty amazing teen movies starting with one that features an iconic makeover scene do, 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 do. and some of any of the the Kiss teen me. actors that didn't appear in this movie probably appear in this one so hack e yeah. Sad. Actually, Coach Don't, don't let it drop. Don't edition. let it drop. He's all that. He's America's number one comedy. No way. Drop. That is Spoiler so for box sweet. sweet. And the critics love it too. That's no joke. These men are professionals. The LA Times raves. It's a total delight. The funk show, brother. Smart, funny, and charming. I feel just like Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman, except for the whole hooker thing. 
Derek, real quick, what's the lyric to that song? It funks your brother. Right about now. <laughs> is that what it is? I always thought it said rubber. Funk show. Well, I, I thought it was funk show Wubba. <laughs> so you're a rubber brother. You're Wubba. Uh, we, we will. We will. Oh, reveal. it's fu- it's funk soul brother. Funk, funk soul, soul brother. brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, I was, yeah. all, I was well, wrong all around. Yeah. Okay, funk well, soul not, brother. Isn't there? Well, there's rubber soul Beatles. So maybe that's where. Maybe yeah. that's where I was making that connection. Maybe. <laughs> all right. She's all that next week. Uh, the other paradigm for the teen movie. Um, no sports needed. This is just going to be a complete like teen comedy uh, master course. So well, sometimes hacky sack can be considered a sport. So we'll yep. we'll, we'll approach that topic next. Yeah. Week. Maybe if you're out of fish show. Um, all right. Well, that is or a weird, dramatic, you know, um, performative arts space. That's it for this week. Um, if you want to follow us on our epic journey through 1999 and beyond, then you can subscribe to the podcast by searching new release on Spotify or Apple or anywhere else podcasts can be found. Ashley. That's a wrap. That's fine.